Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. All right, so today we're going to talk about backlog of untested rape kits for Austin, Texas. That's right. Rape kits are untested, and then we also are defunding the police. So let's talk about that. And also, Prescott Valley Police K-9 attacked a man who was complying. We're going to talk about that. Let's play that video. That video of Prescott Valley Police K-9 attacked a man applying. Hey, get on your knees now. What? Get on your knees. Get on Diaz. Get on Diaz. Hands up. Mano Cerebe. Mano Cerebe. Okay, lift your shirt up. Hey, spin around for me. Keep that up. Keep that up. Keep your hands up. Here's what I want you to do. I'm going to bring him back to us here. Yes, sir. Stand up. Stand up. Still. All right, so we're going to talk about that and also the untested rape kits. Uh, that How is that affecting the Austin Police Department and defunding them? Um, also in Prescott Valley, Police K-9 attacked a man who was complying and also, the Brianna Taylor's family won a $12 million settlement with the city of Louisville. And RPG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. RBG. RB? RB. Ruth Bader. Ruth Bader. Ruth Bader. Bader. Whatever. Bader. Bader. She's gone. Bader. Passed away at 87. And we're going to talk about that. Did you just pour some of that out? Was that for this Ruth? One's up. This one's for Ruth. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Casey. Just. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, nice. so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Um, you know, well, you know, let's let's talk about that because the uh, in all seriousness, uh, the Supreme Court, you know, that is actually very important to, you know, to everyone. I would think 
It also is important because, you know, especially gun rights, who's going to hold that seat? And a lot of the liberals are very upset now because they're they're freaking out, as a matter of fact, literally freaking out, because now Donald Trump can pick the next next Supreme Court justice. That's that's a possibility that could actually happen uh, unless they push this vote back and, and wait. We wait until January, which is also a possibility. But they're literally freaking out because they're like, oh, my goodness, you know, Ruth has died. And now Donald Trump is going to pick the next Supreme Court justice. Or, you know, and, and so, you know, well, unfortunately, that was selfishness on her part. She knew she was sick. She should have stepped down when there's a Democrat in office. So guess what, people? Let's suck it up. If 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 Donald Trump's got to pick the next justice and that's what's going to happen, she should have. You know, that's that's part of being in that position, knowing that something is wrong with you. Sometimes you got to let power go and step back and step away. But she couldn't do that. So guess what? Now we're in this position. That's her fault. She's gone. Now President Trump is going to have to pick the next justice. And by the way, if you don't like what I got to say, my call in number is five one two six four three. That's live. That's five one two six four three five four eight three. Give me a call. Tell me you don't like what I'm saying. Suck it up, because I don't care. Now, let's also talk about the rape kits in, um, in Austin. So here we are. We're defunding the Austin Police Department. They also cannot even afford to test all the rape kits. This city has actually hired someone independently, private company, to test the rape kits that the police department can't test. Man, they got a lot of money to burn. What is up with that? I mean, you do some research on that? You think they got too much money? I don't know what's going on. I, I, if they can't handle the job, then maybe uh, we need to put, you know, either hire different leadership in city council and get this taken care of. I mean, I, I like, uh, um, you know, Felicia, a female. Uh, you tell me your perspective on this because the rape kits are not being tested. You have lawsuits that are being filed with the district attorney's office because they're not even prosecuting rapists in this town. Literally, you're not prosecuting rapists. You're not testing the kits. You know what, women? Buy yourself a gun. Get yourself a gun. Get a holster. Get a knife with a holster on it and just jab them and stick them and just turn it. Come to me. Come see me. I'll teach you how to defend yourself. Realistically, the issue with rape kits has been going on well before the quote-unquote defunding of APD. I know that there's been private companies who have been working to help with the rape kit backlog in Austin for a long time. So this is this is nothing new. I think it's just APD a new... even reached out to Dallas or another, another precinct to help yeah. them out. I mean, unfortunately, it's political season so all of my ads lately have been for john cornyn and legislation that he passed on the federal level to help with rape kits but we're not seeing we're not seeing that happen on the local level i don't know what needs to happen um but i mean it's obviously something that we have to take into consideration whether we do outsource it to a private contractor um i mean i personally don't have a problem with it if, if they get done but I think we need to take a serious look at the APD budget and see what they are actually spending money on. Because if that's not a top priority, I'd like to see what they think a top their top priorities are. And is your middle name Batter, not Bader? Bader. It's Bader. Batter. It's Bader. It's, Bader. It's, it's, it looks like Batter to me when I look Batter? at it. Batter? No, that would be B-A-T-T-E-R. Batter. Batter. Or B-A-D-D-E-R. B-A-D. Batter. That's not a word. So it would be Bader. Is it Bader? It's Bader. I got an English degree, Michael, so no matter like what Vader. I say, I'm right. 
So with the beef. That's how that works, by the way. You know that when you go to college, you, once you graduate, you're allowed to have this uh, sense of self entitlement where you're right about everything. That's okay. how it works. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, privileged. Uh, see, that's when I go to Charlie and, and ask Charlie to come sit down at the table uh, and 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 tell us what his thoughts are. All right, so I, I do want to talk to. Um, I want to get you guys' opinion on all this stuff because uh, this is crazy. The, the the rape kit backlog has been. There was a story done on on this by Corey Coffin of KVU last. Can you look this up, one of you guys? It was last July, maybe, and there's some details about it. Um, but uh, to get uh, perspective here, Michael, I've pulled up a an article here from the Guardian. And it is written by uh, self self described angry feminist Moira Donegan, and the she essentially answers this question: Who will protect you from rape without police? Mm. And uh, she this is in the wake of all the defunding the police, of course, and George Floyd's death, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, she essentially says that um, the notion that abolishing the police will have negative repercussions for women radically misunderstands both American policing and sexual violence. Um, she's saying that the police don't respond to a lot of sexual assaults anyways and sometimes are the perpetrators of sexual assault so that she thinks the defunding of the police is not going to have any effect or very minimal negligible effect on uh, sexual assaults and and de facto rape kit backlog, et cetera, et cetera. All right, we're talking about rape kits. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, get Derek in here into the conversation and see what his thoughts are about all this stuff. Uh, we're talking rape kits. We're talking Brianna Taylor. We're talking about what is going on in, what is that, Arizona? What state, what was that? Were they the Prescott Valley Police Prescott Department. Valley? That's, that's in Arizona, yeah. and uh, that guy was complying. I watched the entire video. He, uh, he was laying there, and he even after uh, the dog attacked him, I believe, he said, I liked you guys, but not anymore. Yeah, such it's wild. Lack of yeah, concern. it's a wild video. Wild and, video. And you know who's on that? Ben Crump, Brianna Taylor's yeah. attorney. We come uh, back. Uh, family's attorney. We'll talk about that more. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Coley on Noir, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Talk 13.7, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. That's right. We're talking about backlog of untested rape kits in Austin, Texas, and also defunding the police. How is that going to affect everything in the state of where we are today? You know, here we are in a pandemic. Let's paint the picture for you. We're in a pandemic. You have women that are being sexually assaulted, being raped. They're not testing the kits. Uh, also, the DA's office is not really prosecuting like they're supposed to. So, I mean, my goodness, what are the women supposed to do? Felicia, I speaking mean, for all women. Get a gun, man. <laughs> learn, how to, learn how to protect yourself. That's always going to be my option. If you're not comfortable with a gun, take a class. If after that you're still not comfortable with a gun, get a knife, get maced, learn how to use brass knuckles, take a self-defense course. I'm trying to teach them how to slice a joker. That's what I try to teach. Slice a joker? Slice them up. How? What? I feel is like that, we just a, went back 30 years. Slice a fool. <laughs> cut cut him I'm going to teach him how to slice a joker. That's now. right. Get yourself a knife. Get a sword. Good get a bowie knife. A sword? A, a bowie knife. A sword. Will they let me into the Capitol with a sword? Uh, I don't know. Actually, but, but you, you have your LTC. Into, you can get into Palacios with one. That's right. That's right. That's right. I bring my sword into Palacios all the time. <laughs> That's Every a mighty, time you go. Mighty short sword. sword. I keep it holstered. <laughs> hey! <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> All right, so let's go to Derek. Derek, what's your thoughts on, man, these rape kits not being tested? You know, uh, just give me some guidance here, Derek. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty indicative that the uh, this is just proof that government is ineffective, inefficient. They don't, they can't do anything right. Uh, you know, I'm pulling up the, the crime data for the city of Austin. In 2018, there were 787 rapes that year. Uh, and that's on an upward trend, you know, dating back from 2005. Okay, so 700, that's 800 two rapes. A day. Um, right. No, I get it. Wow. And uh, the city of Austin is somehow backlogged. How many? Tens of thousands of rape kits? How, how many? How, what's the backlog? Do we know how uh, how big the backlog is? Uh, let's see. It's 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 pretty big. Bueller, Bueller. Yeah. We'll find out here in okay. a second. Well, yeah. So, but ultimately, it just proves that government is ineffective. The state is ineffective at doing anything. I mean, who honestly likes to go to the DPS to get your driver's license renewed? Who likes to do anything involving the state? That's because they. They don't have a profit motive attached to anything whatsoever. They don't have any incentive, any fiduciary duty to uh, to anybody, the cops included. So whenever you you know report that your house was burgled, uh, the cops don't have any any duty to you whatsoever. They're not going to prioritize you if you're a, a rape victim. They're not going to prioritize you uh, because they don't they don't have any incentive to. And with all of these rape kits being backlogged, it's just it's just another indicator that that's that that's true. The government can't do anything right. So really, it should be up to uh, if you want a rape kit to be tested, uh, then a private investigator would probably be best suited for that. Of course, really, it's just better to not be a victim and arm yourself like uh, like Michael Cargill says. And I would <laughs> second that for sure. Uh, carry everywhere you go, carry some sort of weapon, know how to use it. And, um, 
chances are you won't find yourself to be, as as a victim. You'll be less likely to be a victim. Learn karate. <laughs> so you said there were Learn about karate. 760 uh, rapes a year in Austin? 787. Uh yeah, 787 in 2018, 834 in 17, That's almost exactly to a day. Okay, so right now, uh, according to numbers in 2019, we have a backlog of 2,600 untested rape kits. Mm. From That's this about year three alone? three years of rape kits. Wow. Okay, so 2,600 rape kits that have not been tested. So when are, is the state going to prioritize, you know, a, somebody who has been a victim of a heinous crime like that? I mean, the state, the city. I mean, this is Austin City Council. Or, you know, you're talking right now. So he means state. state, state he means the state, like the the government, really? city, local. Yeah, I, I don't mean it's the state of Texas. Not not the not the stratified state. He means the state, the proverbial state, the proverbial state. Hey, and by the way, I was not kidding about karate. Like, not specifically karate, but martial arts are a good way to defend yourself as well. I think that needs to be... Absolutely. Uh, and there are martial arts that were designed specifically to use the momentum of your attacker uh, against them. Uh, I, I believe that... Uh, Muay Thai. Huh? Muay Thai, Jiu-Jitsu, uh, um, Wing Chun. There are lots of... Uh, uh, um, Krav Maga is, is I mean, one that's that really popular takes too. A long time to perfect and be comfortable using. You can train yourself how to use a gun much quicker. Five minutes. Oh, okay. I can teach you in five minutes absolutely. how to shoot kill somebody. I can make an expert. Five minutes. Yeah, I was going to say five point, point and click, right? It's easier than a computer. Mm -hmm. Very easy concept. Don't be nervous. We're gun therapists. I spent my day like today. Right. Good lord! So, so if you think that the state is the absence of, the, if you think the state's not good at um, helping victims of these heinous crimes, do you think the absence of the state, i.e., uh, the defunding of the police, is going to really make much of a difference? Then, Derek, um, I th I think all right. So the city of Austin defunded the police by what a hundred or four hundred thousand dollars, I believe. Hundred and fifty million. million. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> How silly of me. Uh, okay, so they're defunding that. I don't think you'll see anything uh, drastic because the government – the one thing that the government is good at is waste. Um, so you might see a, a, a drop in, in wasteful spending and wasteful prioritizations. Uh, but I don't think that that's going to help the backlog. I don't think that it's going to hurt the backlog. The backlog is going to be there because – they have no, like I said, they have no incentive to prioritize that. Well, I mean, they, do, they do you think that do not uh, care about people as an individual? The backlog's obviously not going to speed up with less funding for the police department. But I mean, do you think that the the number of rapes or attempted rapes or sexual assaults in general is going to rise or lessen? What effect do you think it will have on uh, females and their perceived sense of safety and their real safety? Okay, uh, can I ask you, uh, uh, do you not rape people because the law says that you shouldn't rape people? I've I've never raped anyone. Yeah, I don't think making a law okay. is going to stop no, I, but, Right, right. What? So if the law is there and even the enforcement arm is there and people are still doing it, a, a, a very small minority of people doing it, but there are people still doing it, 
they're not going to you're not going to have like an average Joe who's like, well, you know, they defunded the police. So I think I'm going to go and rape somebody now. No, nobody's going to think that way. Well, yeah, that would be absurd. Um, the, I don't, right. I don't, I don't uh, most people you. don't. Need, well, I, my point is that most people don't need laws and cops in order to um, act like a decent act person. in a manner that isn't aggressive to other people. Right. Uh, um, but you I mean, I don't if, think you'll see up there. What? So you don't think someone that's uh, possibly a serial rapist might think they can get away with more rapes? I think that's a not an unrealistic assumption to make. Scientifically speaking, a serial rapist is not going to increase or decrease the amount of rapes that they're committing because of police presence. It's more of a psychological issue that um, is internal, that is based more on internal factors rather than external. What about... Um... Is the same same principle apply to like murderers? Correct. So a how good, come the good... murder rates going up? I think there's more people in Does Austin the... recently. I would like to see who. Of well, what those... about uh, in New York? It went up by sixty percent with the defunding it, of the police. In in what in what time frame? You're not giving me a whole lot of with, meat to work in with. In the wake of defunding the police, I don't recall when that was. Why don't you? Let me know when that was and what from, time frame from the study when, was done. From when New York City defunded their police program to a certain degree. Sure, and when the, what, what was when was that? Last what June? I don't remember. Yeah. Okay, so three months. You're it, saying it, it that, says it, the, that the three months the, ago. the month is arbitrary. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that in the time frame that the um, police have been defunded the murder rate in that city has gone up same thing with portland same thing with seattle yeah just look at the murray hill riot yeah anything to do with the fact that it's the time of year has that cycle increase because you're not you're not giving me anything to compare it to what are the the murder statistics for july and august that's what i believe that they're comparing it to is yeah, that the same rate, time period of the year before murder rates typically go up in the summer because it's hot and people are angry right and they're it's not it's not like they're comparing they're, they're not comparing the summer okay. murder rate and, to like the spring murder rate that wouldn't make any sense that'd be a false comparison okay. and and how much of an of a whole number increase is that 60 percent sounds massive oh my god a huge spike well if uh say there were 10 murders and now there are 16 well, you had a net increase of six, which yeah, it's it's sixty it's sixty percent. But what were the actual number increases there? Right. Is it something that if you were to put it on a if you were to plot it on we, a graph, we come back from the break. Like, we'll yeah. we'll finish that we'll finish that thought there. But I do want to ask you guys. It someone said it would be great if you guys could touch on the self defense implications of prominent Democrats politicians calling for a civil war of the current administration confirm if the current administration confirms RBG's replacement. The Supreme Court Justice. I also want to talk about that and two dead and 14 injured. This is Michael Cargill. You are listening. Come and talk it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Austin's Talk, 1370. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back and we're talking about, man, rape kits. We're talking about RBG. I don't know. I'm, I'm stuck with RPG. Uh, that's that military mindset. I can't get away from it. It's just uh, three letters, Michael. You can do it. RBG. We're talking about yeah. the replacement for the Supreme Court justice. Um, some people are getting all upset about the fact that, you know, now someone else has to pick the president. Look, it's an uncommon, it's, it's, a, it's a common thing. You're supposed to live and stay alive until your party is back in office. You know, if you think that you can't survive, you should step down. Stop holding on to power and step away. This is what happens when you're selfish and you're greedy and you want to hold on to power then you die in office under the wrong seat. Now, guess what? You made your bed. Now, lie in it. Okay, hey, so, Michael, to get back to these uh, crime statistics that I was talking to Derek about, uh, this is from the New York Times, and they are comparing August of 2020 to August of 2019, the same period of time from one year ago. In August alone, there were 242 shootings in the city of New York, compared with 91 from last year. That's almost a a two-and-a-half times increase. And the number of murders rose from 36 to 53, which is uh, 30, some, 30 or 40% increase. Yeah. Okay. You know, you know that New York City has a population of 8.4 million, right? Okay, so you asked me to get so you some statistics, they, they, and I just showed you the, right, the statistics. Right, right. Okay, there's so, an increase. Okay, so, the numbers have increased, Derek. Do you recognize oh, that? That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, but on any... But whenever you're analyzing data, you need to understand whether or not this is an an actual viable, real increase, or if it's something that it's it's a, a fluke, so to speak. So it rose from what thirty five to fifty five. You said thirty six to fifty three. Fifty three out of eight point four million. So fifty percent. Uh, times that by a hundred. Dude, fifty three uh, murders is almost that's zero zero six. That's almost. Sorry, stop, dude. That's almost that's almost two murders a day in in one month. That's ridiculous. I don't think you should you should take in a the... city with eight point four million people. It's a statistical zero. This is a I don't think I can I can uh, continue this conversation. There's two hundred and forty two <laughs> shootings. Like you don't think that's a problem? Um, <laughs> what? If there are 242 shootings in a population of 1,000, yeah, that's a big problem. If there are 242 shootings in a city of 8.5 million, uh, that, again, that is a statistical zero. Do you think that you will ever, ever get those numbers to zero in a city with a population that large? No, I don't think those numbers are going to be zero in any city, like probably anywhere, not even small towns. I I don't know what your your argument is here. 
I'm not following. My argument is that that (laughs) my argument is that you're 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 suggesting that 53 murders in a month in a city with eight and a half million people is somehow a cause for alarm. When you you no 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 no. that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the the increase the increase the drastic increase. And I'm not saying it's cause for alarm. I'm saying it's indicative of of a psychological response within certain elements of the demographics within within that city. Um, I'm not uh, 53 is murders is is an, a large increase from 36, and it's almost two a day. I mean that's that's not good. It shouldn't. We shouldn't be. I, I never said that's good. Well, yeah, but Murder you're, but you're, all, you're like you're kind of shaking it off. It just I don't think it's something that should really be shaking. I also off. think it's interesting that this is happening during a year that we've had record protests. We've had record riots. Violence has gone up oh. nationwide. Whether or not that correlates to whether or not a police department was defunded, I don't think so. But because Cor- we've, correlation we've, does not necessarily mean causation. Yeah, we all have that on a shirt, Derek. What I'm trying to tell you <laughs> is that we can't just look at the defunding of the police as the issue because a lot of things that have been happening have been an issue beforehand. Including rape kit. I, I think I'm on your side on which this. Is what, <laughs> well, then don't interrupt me when I'm talking. My bad. I'm on a slightly longer delay because I'm not actually in the studio. So I'm sorry. All right. And so now when I want to change gears a little bit and talk about the, uh, the Brianna Taylor. Uh, the Brianna Taylor's family won a $12 million settlement with the city of Louisville. Yeah, and you know who paid that? Who paid the taxpayers. Have the cops been arrested yet? No, no. And and did the police unions pay for it? Did the pension plan, plans pay for it? Did the police themselves pay for it? No, we paid for it. We're paying for a police department that is screwing up, and then we're paying to fix their mistakes. Well, you know, they're human, so they make mistakes, so we need to back the blue. Oh, Mike. whoa, 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 whoa. I just Mike. threw up a little bit. Mike. You can't see him. Mike, well, just let me ask you something. over here. <laughs> Yeah, Derek, can you see into the studio? Can you see Michael? Uh, no, I I can only see on the Facebook feed itself. Oh, okay. I used to oh, be able so to see on delay Skype. On the, but, you have a delay uh, on the screen too. Yeah, I got okay. yeah, to. Look, look here, people. You you uh, got look. They're human. Uh, they're human. They make mistakes. You know, and so when they make these mistakes, you know, hey, you know, someone's got to pay for it. Yeah, they go into the they wrong gotta pay for it. sometimes. They got to pay kill for the it. Wrong this, people. This, listen, listen, listen. You make a mistake, I understand that. But you make a mistake, you pay for it. Hmm. Now, I'm in the same breath also saying that I do think crime is going to rise because the cities are publicly announcing that they're defunding the police. Yeah, look at the Murray I, Hill yeah, I can, riot. I can have both these opinions at, at one time. Go ahead. Yeah, Jay. like I was saying before, Murray Hill riot, basically 1969 in Canada right over by Montreal, uh, one day the police go on strike because they want to get paid as much as their neighbors, uh, their neighboring uh, city police officer gets paid. By the end of that day, six banks got robbed, 100 shops were looted, 12 fires were set, 40 carloads of storefront glass had been broken, and $3 million of property damage. Nice. So you're saying we should have a blue holiday. (laughs) Hey, you know what? I, I want to get my guns and ammo before that happens. Oh, you're screwed because <laughs> if you don't have your guns and ammo now, you're done. Let me tell you, because let me—I don't know if you've noticed. I don't know if you're keeping up to date, but uh, there's no ammo. Ammo's—you know—you better have some ammo now. If you're wasting ammo, like I, there are some people at the range today firing like shots, like they were crazy. Like you guys, I hope you have about a million rounds because you just wasted about—you know—at least. You know, a thousand dollars worth of ammo firing, you know, one one time. 
out of a, a rifle. Crazy. Uh, yeah, ammo is really expensive right now. It's hard to get because demand in this country is higher than it's ever been before. Everybody and their mother wants to get a gun. I wonder why that is. Everybody and their mother wants ammunition. And guess what? The demand is so high, higher than it's ever been in the history of this country. People that are, that are anti-gun or not buying guns or getting ammunition, and that's all the phone calls we filter every day throughout the day. Hey, you guys got any ammo? Hey, you got any nine mil? Well, yeah, we have ammo. We have hey, plenty hey, of you ammo. Know, you know, I will say also that— But we're not uh, selling ammo. We only sell the ammo to people that are taking our class and they're— uh, Taking our class and buying a gun. Uh, yeah, first, uh, you know, I think that's smart. Felicia and I uh, uh, were talking about this the other day. There was somebody on the uh, on Instagram on the Central Texas Gunworks page that uh, you had responded to, I believe. You remember this, that guy? Mm. He said, you're only selling ammo to people that buy a gun? Yeah. That's hoarding ammo. This is why we have shortages. It's Duh. You're, it, but you're doing, in my opinion, you're... you're Achieving the opposite, you're 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 almost uh, being like a socialist in a way where you're allowing you're distributing the ammo equally amongst people. No, what I'm doing is if you want <laughs> if you want to take a class and you want to shoot, I gotta save ammo for those people that want to that want to train, want to learn because I can sell. But out, you're but you're I not can, selling. If I, I walked in there without in a taking day. a class or buying a gun, I can, then you're, you're not buying ammo. Exactly. No. So you're you're distributing things more equally than uh, what a pure capitalist would do. Hey, you can call it what you want. Hey, Derek, as the what, property what, owner, he has the right to dictate <laughs> what he does with his own thank property. You. I, thank I, you. No, I, I he totally is the agree. owner of that property until a transaction is made. I totally agree. And you know what? I think that. As the owner of that property, you are um, acting in a socialist manner. <laughs> hey, call it what you want. Socialist you know? Mike. I socialist want to make sure. That's what we call him. I want to make sure that all the women get trained, <laughs> and they can, you know, when men like you, you know, go too far, they can pull out that gun and stop them. You talking, <laughs> you talking to Derek? You talking to me? <laughs> no, I'm just playing with you. We all. He he was always a statist. This was just a natural progression for him. Wait, Data, what? socialist. Hey, uh, whatever. <laughs> Controlling Call the supply of a product. Michael, you're a dirty, not, you're, no, you're a dirty commie. You I'm know? not changing my mind. Call me what you want. All right, commie. That's he right. Is a, Michael is a statist, but he's definitely not a commie. I love you, Mike. That's okay. You know, I, I, I just want to make sure that when, you know, when people come to us, they want to take a class, they can buy ammunition to shoot in the class. I commend what you're doing. I think that you're being a moral capitalist. Absolutely. I'm just going to come in and take a class just so I can buy ammo. People do that, too. I'm going to come in and take the class and interrupt everything the whole time. And, make and your, then and still buy ammo. People do that, too. <laughs> and make your job a, a living... Uh, That's fine. People do, do you that, too. only... What kind of ammo do you have? Can can we just get a list of what's in stock? Sure. I bought the last box of 380. No, I have cases. You got of, more? Oh, cases of 380. We lie every day. Okay, well you're lying to your I employees. I just need nine millimeter and 223. <laughs> right. We have cases of 380. <laughs> he said that's right. We're lying to our employees. <laughs> yeah, they don't even know. Yes, we we have 380. Got 32 caliber. Uh, we have nine mil. Plenty of nine mil. Got 40, 45. You know the basic stuff that you need. You know for. I hope that guy who commented on the two, Instagram three, post five, five, is. Six. Is watching the show right now because if you are, you suck. I didn't like that guy. I don't, I don't care. You remember? I, can, did, I did you, forgot did, to respond to him. Uh, I've been busy. Well, he was, it's election season. I said. I said. Uh, something I, what was like, his response when I said that? Yeah, let me read it. Let me read. He this. had a response. Yeah, this guy's a fool. Oh, so he was actually mad when I told him. Oh, he got mad, and then I tried to. I was trying to be nice. Nana, nana, nana boo boo, sticky head and doo doo. Yeah, he's a, he was You should have thought about this before the pandemic. Okay, let's see. You here. don't see. You, he's the type of person that wasted the last minute and decides. Yeah, oh my goodness, that's what it sounded like. Yeah, your piss poor planning. He said we don't care about your piss poor planning. You don't have any for me. Oh my god. 
Yeah, well, he you said, should have thought about this before now, non-prepper. He said, you only sell ammo to people who buy a gun from you? What an odd concept. And then you responded, you probably haven't noticed, but there, there's an ammo shortage. So to keep from completely running out, we are only selling ammo to customers that are taking a class so they can shoot to qualify. Also to customers that are purchasing so they have an, uh, ammo at their new purchase. And he said, no, I have noticed. And this is part of the reason for the ammo shortage. Businesses like yourself buy up large blocks of ammo and either hoard it or charge high amounts for it, just like Cheaper Than Dirt did. We have a long memory when it comes to things like this. Have a blessed day. Oh. And I tried to be nice, which is out of my... I should have just... Uh, no, they can't be nice to people. Should've you should have no, no, decided no, no. not I'm to not be nice, nice when you he... said, have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. No. 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 He, so I said, Sentex is doing the opposite of hoarding ammo. With first-time gun buyers at, a, at an all-time high, most of those coming in don't already have ammo, so they're trying to sell to those most in need. I think I think what you're doing makes perfect sense. And then he said, "I don't remember asking you a question. Kick rocks." <laughs> <laughs> that's why you have it. Which, you, that's why that's, he has no ammo. That's why <laughs> he has a gun and no ammo. Because you're an idiot. <laughs> you fool. He clearly doesn't understand the concepts of yeah. supply and demand. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm you saying. You fool. <laughs> well, I, I and and I I said. Uh, I just told him. I said, "Don't get your panties in a bunch." Uh, I'm just trying to help out a confused boomer. And then he said. He, I don't know, he called me a typical Austin white liberal. Ooh. ooh. I, don't, I don't think that's... First of all, I'm not white. Dark white. You're not white? You're pretty light white to he, me. I'm on pretty the, pale. On he has a black Very brother. White. He has a black brother. I'm offended by that comment. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta get my brother on the show. As if we He'd care. Be fun. <laughs> we don't even care. Call us whatever you want. I get called names uh, all the time, so, every day, so throughout the day. I get yelled at, cursed at. People hang up on me. I hang up on people. You want to? Hey, you want to have an argument? Call the shop. I'll fight with you. <laughs> See, I, you know, I get, I get the same thing. But yeah. usually, what I get is more of like, "Oh my God, you're so handsome and charming, and <laughs> you're very like, you know, photogenic stuff like that." But it, it, it's they so always, cute that your they, mom calls you. <laughs> <laughs> My mom, my mom thinks I'm special. She, <laughs> she told me that. Oh, you believe that? A face only a mother could love. Mm. Uh, oh. oh, shots fired! Oh. All right, we come back from the break. We're gonna continue this conversation. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talking. This is Coley on Noir, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. 
All right, so we're, we're we're talking about a lot today. We're actually just you know chit chatting. We're not really we didn't, really don't have a purpose today, uh, but I had a funny class today because usually I get to a certain portion of the license to carry handgun course. And by the way, I had two of those classes on Saturday. I was exhausted, but this week I actually had an honored guest, two honored guests in my class. I can't tell you. I'm not gonna tell you who they were, uh, but I, you know you know how I always talk about strip clubs and stuff like that. So. I get to a certain portion of the class, and I'm talking about bars and clubs, and I want people to understand how the gun signs work and if you can take your gun into a bar or a club and stuff like that. Well, if it's a 51% establishment, you cannot take your gun inside the bar if it's 51%. But right now, the bars are closed, correct? Right? right? Bars are closed. Restaurants are at 75. A lot of these uh, re uh, bars are turning their permits into restaurant permits so you can bring your guns into the the, the – What's the word that the uh, strip club? That's right. Yeah, I almost so, said something. So they got So they have establishment. So they have to change their liquor license and go from a bar to a restaurant. Okay. <laughs> to the to the establishment, as That's... Casey would say. <laughs> Thank you, producer. So he, he keeps us on the right track. All right. So so now they they change it. Their liquor. They're changing their liquor license to a restaurant. So now they're a restaurant. So that means that as a license holder, I can take my handgun inside the restaurant. So I get to this point where I'm talking about strip clubs, and I said, you know what, class, let's take a field trip. So, you know, we're going to walk down to one of our strip clubs not too far from the shop. There's two of them, by the way. Which one? I'm not going to tell you which Please one. Please tell me. There's two. I need to know. No, I'm not going to tell you. There's two strip clubs not too far from the shop. So we're going to take a field trip. We didn't take a physical field trip, just a mental field trip. I said, okay. So now we're inside the strip club. All right, so the strip club is open right now. In order for them to open, they have to change your liquor license from a 51%. You cannot take your gun inside to a restaurant. To a, so now you can take your gun inside. So now that they're a restaurant, I can take my gun inside the strip club. This puts a whole new meaning to lap dance, right? So I go into the strip club. Now, how would a strip club prevent me from taking my gun inside as a license holder? 51%. No. 30 at 6. 30.06. 30.07. 30.06. 30.07. Yes, right. verbal warning. Or right. verbal notice, correct. So they can give me verbal notice or post a 30.06 or 30.07 sign. All right, so so now what if I walk into the strip club and I don't see the sign, I don't notice it, and they didn't give me verbal notice? Then what? Now I can take my gun inside because that went into effect on September 1st, 2019. Mm -hmm. So now you can walk inside the strip club. You can get your lap dance. It puts a whole new meaning to lap dance. And, uh, oh, never mind. Don't say it. Casey's got his, his finger on the button. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> say it. I didn't say it. He's I real didn't. close. He's like, mm, mm. Hey, are we doing an hour and a half today? Yes, we are. We're doing an hour and a half yeah. today. Right. Woo! Yeah, and right. stand by. I got strippers coming in. So then, all right, so now, <laughs> now you can go into the strip club, okay? So you, you don't see the sign. You don't notice it. Not only can you take your gun in the strip club with a license to carry a handgun, guess what else you can take in the strip club? Sword. A sword, a Woo! knife, a Bowie knife. That's right. Any size knife yeah. is, because they're no longer 51%. They're, you know, since they're not a 51%, they're a regular restaurant. You can take your gun in there. You can take your knife, your sword, any size knife inside a strip club. And they would have to give you verbal notice. So I give this whole spiel. We talk about this. And then during the break, I get someone that comes out and says, hey, I'm the, I'm the owner of the strip club. And then and the next guy says, hey, I'm the general manager of the strip club. <laughs> he says, hey, thanks for giving us a shout out. You know, so it was actually pretty funny. That's good. Yeah, so I actually had them inside the inside the class. I'm not tell you I'm not gonna tell you which strip club it was, uh, but yeah. So Well, I'll tell you that um there's I'll tell you the best strip club in town. Which one? Palazio. 
Is it's it? my favorite, personally. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully, I can get some <clears throat> free uh, admission tickets there. For Don't clear your throat out. too many times. We have to clear this uh, studio out. <laughs> yeah, you can't cough anymore today. You can't huh? cough. These days. Don't clear your throat. Don't cough. Yeah. I'm afraid of that Rona. Speaking yeah. of Rona, it's funny how you can walk, you can go into a, a bar rest- and a restaurant, sit down and eat I got some with no mask on, and you don't you can't get the Rona. Now, let me ask but you. But I can't go into a bar. Let me ask you something. You can go into a bar and you can you can if you're standing up, you have to have your mask on. Right. But the minute that you sit down, you're allowed to take it off. Yeah. So if I stood up in the same spot where my chair was right. without my mask on, it you says can, it, you can get the Rona. But if I sit down, then I, I'm immune. You can't get the rule. I don't understand the rule. It's What's, not a rule. Am I missing something? How it's, hard is that to it's understand? It's a false sense of security. No, 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 no. I don't understand the purpose of the rule. I There's no purpose. I understand the rule, Zach. It's you about power. You can get it if you're standing up. You can't if you're sitting it's down. It's about Why? power because we said so. Because you said so? No, not me. The powers that be. The power. No, not me. The not me. That the powers that be. Hey, rules for thee, but not for me. You know what I'm saying? Yours is, do, yours is uh, but to do a die. You know, Pelosi. <laughs> Pelosi went and got a uh, the old blowout at that. Uh, at that. <laughs> what? At the, is, at didn't she hair. get a Brazilian blowout? And, and because I'm probably the only one here who actually knows what that means. I know what a blowout is too. I don't know what that means. She got her hair done. She, oh. she got her hair did, <laughs> I Michael. Thought, I thought you were talking about Brazilian wax or something. I was confused. You may have had that, Don't too. put <laughs> that picture in my mind, man. Hey. Pelosi getting a Brazilian wax? I don't We're, think that's acceptable for some conservative hey, talk radio. Tom, Thomas Harrison says perfect Are 10. we conservative anymore? I don't even know. Are we know. kicked off the Christian I, station? I, I, yeah, we got, yeah, we got, yeah, we got kicked off the Christian station. They, apparently, they don't, yeah. Yeah, they don't oh, like bomb. us there. We're well, borderline FCC violations right now. I'm talking about. <laughs> we're not. We're we're, we're walking that so. line. I love it. <laughs> what do you think, Derek? You, you gonna hear bring, Derek? You gonna you, you gonna, uh, you gonna go get your hair did? Well, well, the, well. Derek Donald <laughs> says. Donald says. Hey, I get I get my hair cut every two weeks. Donald says. Do you have to wear a, a big PPE when you get your lap dance? No, I, you don't. I didn't have to when I was there. Only you, if it oh, goes went, further. Oh, hold on. So you went to the strip club. All the time. Tell us about your experience uh, doing the COVID. I think I should rescind my comments and remove myself from this conversation before I implicate. No, we need to know. No, seriously, Michael, I need to. We need to. Nah, something happened, and I forgot. There's a. Yeah, I can't talk about it. Uh, uh, Don't worry, it won't be investigated. uh, (laughs) Hashtag ladies. (laughs) (laughs) And this, ladies and gentlemen, is why you need a gun (laughs) because Gary exists. No, 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 no. It wasn't anything like that. Don't don't make that implication. No, it wasn't like that. No, it was no. not even close to that. They need but, a gun but, if... But, and to answer your question, <laughs> Donald Rutledge, uh, no, you don't need a PPE to get a lap dance. You can get a lap mm. dance with no PPE. But if it goes any further, then yes, I would recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. All, all right, right. All now, right. All right. All right. Let's, we're going to get off the pole. All right. So moving on. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So now let's go back. Let's talk about, man. All right. So Brianna Taylor, her family has won a $12 million settlement with the city of Louisville. Louisville. I Louisville. I, uh, $12 million. Okay. So like I said before, this is coming out of taxpayers' pockets. What do you think about that, Mr. Uh, Carr Gill? Um, well, you know, since I'm a disabled veteran yeah. and I don't have to pay property taxes, hey, you know what? Since you, you jokers don't vote, they don't think you're stupid. They know you're stupid. I'm a disabled vet. Hey, go for it. I'm through arguing and going to the city hall and, and saying, stop raising my property taxes. I don't have to pay that sucker anymore. So I don't even care anymore. I'm done. 
Um, God, you are a statist. I, <laughs> Usually, see, I'm hey, joking, but hey, you know what? I, I've, 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 I go there. I fight with these people. I stand there at the podium. You know, I yell and scream, tell them to stop raising my taxes, and no one shows up. No one helps me out. So you know what? Hey, I'm done. You never told me. I, wait, wait, what are you talking about? I showed up for your your federal court hearing. No, 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 no. We're talking. You know, we're talking, talking city, about property. We're talking tax. city hall and property. Yeah, but taxes. I'm just saying. We're talking this this train, this Don't rail. Don't say nobody doesn't support you. This rail they're getting ready to build. We're talking about this. Um, oh man, what is it? The um, when city council decided to defund the police and no one showed up in the building at all. It well, was, they didn't let anybody in, did they? No, you could have gone. You could have showed up. I they thought had, Taylor had, was had telling had chairs us. there, had them separated, you know, six feet apart and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, right, cough one more time. Listen, so, listen. <laughs> you know what? I chose a really bad time to quit smoking. You know what I mean? Yeah, even on Skype. <laughs> we, we will separate ourselves from you. Oh, man. D- Derek, I'm, I'm, you know, look. I, I'm just, I'm fed up. You know, city council is getting ready to raise our property taxes even higher to build a rail. They're talking about different directions. Expanding they're the convention a, center. They're put, talking about putting a right? tunnel, yeah, and a tunnel. And oh, yeah, you, the, wonder, you wonder why I hate the very idea of the state. Because under under capitalism, nobody would want – since nobody wants it, it wouldn't get built. So, I mean, you, you, you wonder you, – you chastise me because I uh, don't like the state socialist – law enforcement monopoly on violence and and coercion and then you pretty much lay out everything wrong with government it's like i I don't understand pick one man i mean i love you but come on pick one michael well thomas harrison said he's waiting for something what are you waiting on thomas you you, 22 magnum rounds i don't have 22 magnum i have 22 lr uh and thomas says several issues have impacted what is happening in those cities hams Hamstring police, bail reform, and the like. I'm not sure what you're talking about there, Thomas. So tell me what you're waiting on, Thomas, and we can answer that question so you can go to work because I don't want you to be late for work. Marvin says he has to get out of Austin. Don't leave Austin, Marvin. We need your vote. Yeah, yeah. if people would be a little less apathetic and a little more complacent, we could we could, we could win a few. All right. We come back from the break. We'll finish this conversation. Thomas, tell me what you're talking about. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Jack Jones here, and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so one person. All right, I got what you're saying now, Thomas. He's saying that he worked in those times at City Hall, so he can't uh, be there at City Hall during the times that they're they're asking people to come down and make comments. And they, and city the city of Boston, they, they actually do make it quite difficult for you because you have to sign up like months and weeks or whatever in advance. It's actually pretty difficult to speak. Uh, to City Hall to let them know, you know, what your grievances are. Um, 
And then also, November the 3rd, that is correct. November the 3rd is the best chance to get City Hall's attention. So you got to go vote and get out and vote. Take somebody with you. I like to grab someone. And I always go with grab somebody with me to go to the polls and go vote. I never go by myself. So that's important. Grab someone. Go vote, you know, and make sure you, you know, let your voice be heard. Because if you don't, you're going to be surprised on November the 4th. You may not get what you want if you don't go vote. Then you, you can't talk about it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. Because that's not going to happen there. It's going to happen at the polls. And and all those platforms are trying to influence the election. That's all I see. Every time I open up Facebook, I see something about the election on Facebook. Because they're trying to influence, they're trying to tip the scales of this election. They did it. They tried to do it last time. They're trying to do it this time. You know, do I think that Trump is going to lose Texas? Absolutely not. I don't think it's possible for him to lose Texas. But I do think it's possible for Texas to lose the Texas State House. I think that is up for grabs. That can flip to the Democrats. We have several high-stakes congressional races as well that we can lose, including conservative champion Chip Roy in Congressional District 21, which does have um, a portion of Travis County in it. And then that will determine how your gun laws are, you know, what yep. comes out of you know the Texas House and the Senate, what happens as far as gun legislation. You know, because this past session in 2019 with the most anti-gun bills were found in the history of this state in 2019. And so there's a possibility you can see some of those bills actually pass in 2021 if this House flips from the Republicans to the Democrats. You could get some anti-gun bills. So if you're not paying attention, you know, that can happen. It's definitely a possibility. Just going to throw this out there. Gun control has never passed without Republican support. Just uh, just, just saying. Oh, oh no, you're absolutely <laughs> but right. That's just me. Because uh, believe it, whether people want to believe it or not, you know, whether you like it or not, you know, under President Obama, you know, license holders were able to carry in national parks. Under President Obama, license holders were able to – well, you can't carry, but you can actually – there's a way for you to travel on Amtrak uh, with a firearm. You know, so, you know, there's some things that we got – under Obama and under President Trump, we actually got a bump stock ban. So let that sink in for a minute. And fix next. Oh, yeah, big time. So just let it sink in for a few <laughs> minutes. And, you know, what was done and what was not done under what administration. Uh, they don't call it the Brady Bill for nothing else. Who was Brady? That was He Ronald, was uh, Reagan's. Ronald. Go ahead. Uh, Reagan's press secretary, right? That is correct. And so from that, you have yeah. the Brady Bill. So he. Every time there's anti-gun legislation, you also, there's always some Republicans that are in the House. Reagan also banned uh, select fire weapons made after May 19, 1986, and he also signed the uh, Undetectable Firearms Act of 1988, avidly supported the Gun-Free School Zones Act of 90, uh, that Bush signed, uh, also supported the Brady Bill, and then later uh, supported the assault weapons ban that Clinton signed. So, And then in California, actually came Thanks, out Republicans. With, and actually started some of the toughest gun control laws that we ever seen that come out of California uh, back when he was governor of California. Yeah, the Mulford Act. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that uh, that was that which which uh, and sometimes really the truth, the truth that's prevent... hurt. The truth hurts sometimes. Go ahead. Yeah, Tom. yeah, yeah. And, and and the Mulford Act was designed to prevent Black Panthers from carrying uh, handguns in order to police their own neighborhoods because cops were wouldn't show up anymore. And then the state came in like, no, you can't do that either. Yeah. 
Well, gun control in itself is racist okay. all, all itself. Everything, everything about gun control, oh, yeah. it's, it's always it, – it comes from – I mean, let's go back to the 1600s, 1700s, as far as you want to go back. You know, the first gun control was, hey, Indians, you cannot sell firearms to the indigenous people. And then it was like, hey, you cannot repair the firearms of indigenous people. Then it was, hey, you mm-hmm. cannot, if you're a free slave, you cannot own guns. <laughs> so everything we can't we can't grant citizenship to 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 freed slaves because then they could carry guns. That would that's pretty much what the Dred Scott case said. Yeah, you go back and look in history, you know, and everything about gun control, it's racist and, and, you know, in this basis. And now people are fighting for their Second Amendment rights ever since then. You know, well, you made your bed, live in it, you know, because your ancestors, this is what they did. This is what they passed. And this is what we have to deal with now. And we're having to, you know, deal with this and fight for it right now. Life sucks and the truth hurts. (laughs) That's why I drink. State will always get corrupt. No matter how small it starts, it will always grow and it will always become... Uh, the tyrannical thing that you claim to hate. That's right. What you guys got to say, Felicia? Am I right? Amen. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I tuned out for a second, so I, I wasn't sure what the question was. I had was. to bring you back. You're like do- dozing off there. It's been a long day. Yeah. Yeah, I need a beer. It, it's been a really long day, mm-hmm. man. I tell you, it's been a long weekend. Um, yeah, I've been block walking for candidates for the past week or so. So I think it's, it's finally starting to catch up to me. Man, we've had like I think we've we've had three thousand people cross our doors this year so far get their lights to carry handgun. I'm exhausted. I need to come. I need to come. I'm take I'm, your I'm, class. I'm, ex- I'm really yeah I'm really tired. Um, yes, today today alone we had forty five students, forty students, um, were beginning students learning how to shoot you know pistol, rifle, shotguns for the first time. Um, yesterday we had two lights to carry handgun courses. One started at eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, the last one ended at almost nine o'clock last night. It's almost it was just about dark when they finished at the range last night. Um, so a total of between those two classes, we had man forty five, 50 people, twenty fifty people um, between those two classes. So it's it's quite a bit. You know, a lot of people are trying to learn how to shoot, get their license. They're trying to carry. They're trying to do the right thing. They're asking a lot of questions too, and I'm surprised at the questions that people ask, the things that people don't know about gun laws. I'm actually pretty shocked at that. Um, and yeah, that, that actually surprises me. Do you know the percentage of new gun owners versus experienced shooters? No, a lot of people are new gun owners. Um, a lot of people will sign up for the license to carry handgun course and never fired a gun at all. Mm -hmm. And we end up, you know, sending them to a beginner class because that's not what that class is for. Right. Teach you how to shoot, designed to teach you uh, to evaluate your proficiency. So, you know, if you never fired a gun at all, you need to take a beginner class first. Learn how to shoot. Learn how to hold the gun. Learn what, you know, what to look for as far as your front sight, your rear sight. Know where your fingers go on the gun. Don't put your thumbs behind the slide. You can cut <laughs> yourself. Um, you know, and, and then the, it, so many people are, are training people, and you need to, you know, man, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it just like this. I actually, I was looking at another company that was at the range shooting they actually had someone shoot themselves in the in the leg at the range what yeah happened here in austin um i've been doing this for over 20 years we never had a negligent discharge um and to me and and i blame that on the instructor that's gonna be if i if someone if someone gets injured in my class that is my fault how did that happen i don't know it's just it's gonna be my fault if that ever happens you know there's no excuse you know there's no you know 
There's no talking way out of that. If one of my students shoot themselves, that's my fault because I was not paying attention as an instructor. You know, so got to got to pay attention, you know, because because this is it's 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 this is some serious business here. I was volunteering at a gun range yesterday and they had their license to carry classes. They were meeting right in front of the table that I was working. And all different types of people, young, old, some were wheelchair bound and they were worried about not being able to protect themselves because of the cops and increasing crime in their area. Um, young kids out there shooting for the first time. Lots of, lots of first time gun owners. They said that about 40% of the people who come through their classes are new. Mm, yeah, it's, it's a lot. And Jackie, she's at, she asked something about left eye, right eye dominant. Uh, Jackie, I'm actually I'm actually right-handed and left eye dominant, so I actually use my left you know I shoot with my left eye, and you know there are times I may close my right eye. I have to force my right eye closed. Uh, there are times I just you know close my left eye and, and force myself and, and use my right eye because because I sometimes I just can't close the right eye. Uh, you can train yourself to look through both eyes. That's always the best way to do it. Uh, keeping both eyes open, you just have to focus and center yourself on that you know on their sights. Uh, the target's going to be blurry. Your front sight's going to be clear. You should see that front sight, and the target is blurry. Uh, so it's all about the front sight, rear sight, and that, that hand grip. You know, keep your thumbs on the same side. Um, uh, make sure you keep your finger off the trigger unless you're on target ready to fire. And you can do that, too. And some people, some instructors do that. And Jackie said that your associate taught me to shoot with, with my right hand, and I'm left eye, left-handed. Um, so... I would rather you, if you're, you can say you're left-handed, and you're right eye dominant, you can still shoot with your left hand and use your right eye. You can still do that. I, you know, so I can. It's easy. You'll you'll hit the target. You just gotta. It's all. It's just training and being comfortable with the gun, knowing how, how to hold the gun, knowing what to look for, and doesn't matter which eye you use. Derek, what do you think? No, I think you're absolutely right. People should take it upon themselves to uh, to make sure that they understand what they're doing because uh, every round that leaves their muzzle, they're responsible for. Uh, you know, I was talking with my co-host for my show uh, earlier today about this kind of very thing that uh, he asked why Breonna Taylor's uh, murderers hadn't been held accountable for it. Mm. And... Um, I, I said that I, I said that it was an injustice because if I'm legally carrying and we'll t we'll take our current state of society uh, where we have laws where you know even if I am 100% justified in the use of force against an individual uh, if I accidentally or negligently shoot an 11 year old little girl who's a bystander I'm responsible for that and you're going to jail and even in yeah. I would be, but you know, you t we go back to Brianna Taylor's incident. They killed her, and the only thing that they got out of it was a civil settlement, no criminal charges, nothing. Hey, the, look, the up, standard, look up, look up the, the one the double standard. Look up the one in Houston with a couple that the Tuttles that were in Houston. Look that up and see if there's any oh yes civil I'm, suits or anything like that. Has anything been settled in that case? Well, hold on. I, I tell I don't you what, Gary. So hold last on. I check. I'll take a look. Yeah, take a look at that. When we come back from the break. We'll talk about that. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talking. Folks, this is Doug Man Jones. 
And I get my gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talk It. Talk 1370, The Right Choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're talking about the shooting that happened with uh, Brianna Taylor. We're also talking about the Tuttles, is that correct? That happened down in Houston, Texas. That was quite a while ago, uh, long before Brianna Taylor. Yeah, and, and I'm looking at... Uh... I'm looking at the Wikipedia. It does look like charges were filed against uh, two of the officers involved in that one. Uh, it says in January 2020, Harris County Grand Jury indicted uh, Goins and Bryant charged both with tampering with government documents and Goins was char- also charged with felony murder. And then in July of 2020, an, d- an additional 17 criminal counts were filed against six of the officers. Um, that's all well and good. I am I am glad to see that, however. Um, you know, and, and I don't know, uh, I don't know how this will turn out, but, uh, you know, one of the things that even if these cops do get found guilty, it's not, it, it hasn't stopped things in the, you know, from happening, continuing to happen. Uh, like you said, this was before Breonna Taylor, um, Breonna Taylor ended up happening. Everybody want fought hard to get body cams as a mandate and it's happening but even with body cams you're you're seeing incidents where police officers are continuing to act in a criminal manner and not be held accountable for it and if they do it's it's always lesser uh you know charged with felony murder okay great well in tulsa oklahoma we got a guy named uh david anthony ware who is facing capital murder of two police officers and they are seeking the death penalty because after about 10 to 15 minutes with two officers who were, who tased him repeatedly, sprayed him with OC spray repeatedly, kicked him in the face repeatedly, all while he's uh, sitting in his driver's Uh, driver's seat. He made no aggressive moves towards these officers in any way um, until they went to drag him out of his car as he's screaming, help me, help me. Finally, he reaches under the seat, grabs his gun and shoots both of the officers. He's facing the death penalty for that. If that wasn't cops doing that to him, everyone would say, yeah, that's absolutely a justifiable use of force. That that is a justifiable self-defense. Uh, but because they were uh, clothed in the state's garb and given badges and and uh, authority, uh, now this person who would in any other case be justified in defending himself is now facing the death penalty. It's not the exact. It's not. It's not a fair system of justice. In fact, I won't even call it a justice system because, if anything, it's just a legal system. A justice sim- system implies that there's a semblance of justice. All right. And then, um, because I was looking at the the Tuttle's case, uh, it's very you know, you look at Tuttle's, you look at Brianna Taylor, you look at this this case that just happened in, in Prescott Valley with the Prescott Valley Police Department, and we actually have that video uh, with Prescott Valley where this guy, uh, the police actually you know put the dog, suck, 
you know, stick the dog on this guy. Stick the, stick the dogs on him. Yeah, and he's complying. And he's complying, and I want to point something out, Mr. Cargill. A couple weeks ago, you said that you should just comply. Does you everybody should. remember this? Yeah, you should. Derek? Yeah, just You just got do, me on just, this just one, do brother? What you're told. Just comply. Just comply oh, yeah, back, and then bro. have a dog eat you alive on the ground. He's going to sue. Yeah. He said he was going to sue. He said he's going to sue. Why did that happen? And why did that dog get get, get sicked on that guy after he got well, on what, the ground? What, what, he was what, complying. Let's and talk how about, come how come when the dog was biting him and eating him up, how come the cops were going, "Good boy, good dog." That's sadistic, man. It happens. It's disgusting. It, ha- it, it, it is very disgusting. And you know what? He's going to sue. He's going to win a civil case. And, and then it's going to be another case of taxpayers paying for that's thank, the thank you, thank of you, police officers. Right. And it's going to be Again. A, another like couple Absolutely. million dollars. Until, well, and, un, unless until you citizens are tired of paying the, those using your tax dollars to pay for this, nothing's going to change. They're not going to prosecute because you allow we can't all this. Be to, veterans, you allow Michael. this to Michael, happen. We're not all disabled like you. Okay. You, you allow this. You allow this to, to happen. Pay. You allow this to happen. So this is, you know, this is a result of that. You know, because you don't not do to anything m- about it. I wish. You this know, is your fault. Not to mention, <laughs> it's my fault. It's your fault. Why are you looking at me when you say it's, it's your, your fault. fault? Hey, look. I, I'll tell you what. This is my my theory on life. Is I just like let people do their thing and I do my thing. All right. Hey, it's your fault because you don't you don't say anything. Uh, this this whole system is designed to protect police officers. Who am what's, I going to vote for? What's going to happen is who when, should I vote when for? it's time for this case to go to court? And they want to bring criminal charges against the police officers. You know what's going to happen? The DA's office is going to protect the police officers. Yeah. Uh, the judge is going to protect the police officers. Yep. The police officers are going to pile into the courtroom and they're yep. going to intimidate the jury yep. in force with uniforms. Yep. You know, that's what they do. Okay, and so they're who, not they're going to be found and not. So you're guilty. telling me, how do I change that? Hey. You know, you got You know what? Go vote and become a For juror. Who? For who? Become a juror. I would be a juror if my boss would let me sure, take a day sure. off for once. Say, say it again. I'm looking at you, Michael. Yeah. Oh, no, no. He asked who he should vote for. I just said Joe Jorgensen, but uh, well, she's a little I'm, too statist for me, uh, but I like her. Uh, and I'm talking about at the at the local level. Yeah, local level matters oh, way at the local. more than federal level. Yeah. Well, don't put the same oh, DA no, that's sure. in the office right now. That well, same DA that's oh, the same type of DA that's not, you know, that's doing the exact so, opposite. So, of Michael, what do. Michael, give me a specific example. Who should I vote for? Vote for Alex Stringer. <laughs> what is he? I don't even know what he's running for. Uh, city, council, city council, district two. I don't district know. I don't know who baby. Alex Stringer is. So what are you talking who, who, about? Yeah, you who do. am I going to vote for? You had Alex Stringer on the show a couple months ago. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. You and Alex, you know, he really likes you, Michael. Does he? And I think he should come back on the show. And I think him and Felicia should mm-hmm. have a very civil debate. Well, when he learned, well, I can't Felicia, debate when he... with someone that stupid. <laughs> so he needs to, you know, Felicia, Felicia says he needs to learn the topics, right? He learned the, Yeah, the... he needs to actually understand what he's learning for and what the responsibilities of that role will be. And so he wants to take the time to do that. I refuse to waste my time talking to someone who's probably stupider than my cat. I'll talk to him. I like him. I love Stringer. He's a good guy. He he's genuinely a, no, What's he that phrase? He's a good guy. Birds he's of a, a feather guy. flock together. No, Alex is a good guy. No, Alex is a good guy. He could be a good person, but that doesn't mean that he's a quality candidate. No, no, Alex is a good guy. I just, I didn't disagree with you. No, no, Alex is a good guy. But but back to the topic, I mean, look, the whole system is designed designed to protect police officers, and that's the system that we, we have in place. And unless we... 
you're able to stand up and say, you know what, it's time to hold our law enforcement to a higher standard because there are police officers that are trained and been through training. You didn't hold them to a higher standard. Uh, commercial truck drivers That's are held to a much higher standard. If I'm a commercial truck driver and I'm driving a truck and I'm speeding, I get a ticket even in my private vehicle, you know, I'm held to a much higher standard. I wonder if uh, commercial truck drivers cause more deaths per year than the police do. I'm curious. I'm genuinely well, they have curious. A, they, have, they have rules. They have laws. There's a whole book of things that they, they're supposed to do. They're held to a much higher standard because they're professional driver. LTC so holders are held to a higher standard. Ab- everyone's held to a higher standard except for law enforcement, and maybe we need to take a look at that. So You, you allow this system in place. You allow for this to happen because you don't do anything about it. Are you blaming me again? Holding, holding cops to a... While I'm while I'm absolutely on board with holding cops to a higher standards, it doesn't do anything about paying off families of victims of law enforcement abuse with money that has been extorted from the tech you know, the, from the people do. that they claim to protect. We need to be calling the people running for office and saying, "Are you going to support changes to the qualified what, immunity so they laws?" Can, so they can lie to us. But at least you can have a recording or an email. And then we need to get rid of qualified immunity and police officers should be forced to purchase insurance just like teachers so that if they do have a lawsuit, then it's not coming out of taxpayer Uh dollars. Teachers and school districts are responsible for that as well. And why police officers get, get an asterisk by them for not being held accountable is laughable. And it's time that we vote people in who will make a difference. So it's up to you. You got to do it. Felicia, you, if you, you don't if you don't do it, you don't stand up, you don't go vote, you don't let your voice be heard, you don't put someone different in office, then this is what you're going to be left to deal with. Uh we allow this to happen, you're not changing it, you don't you're not a juror, you know, you got to stand up and vote, get these people out of office that are doing the exact same thing as always. More guns equals less crime. You go out there and you buy yourself a gun. You've been listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.